0: In the upper atmosphere of a planet sits a small starfighter. Within, an elderly human busies himself with control panels. In front of him is the world of Avalon. Gunmetal gray expanses fill the forward viewport as the sheen of the sun blasts this half of the planet. Being so close to the star, the, the environmental controls is just a glowing red bar of alerts. Condensation builds as the temperature within rises to beyond acceptable levels. And finally, Contact was made. Asset 003 report.
1: Arrived at Avalon. Coordinates received, transpondered, cleared, and fuel Jettison ready for final approach.
0: Confirmed, Asset 003. Asset 003, your coordinates have been uploaded to your personal communication device. Follow coordinates, retrieve the data, leave no witnesses. Confirmed.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll get it done. Confirmed.
0: Asset 003. Our system's nominal. Yes,
1: everything's fine. It's just you guys are just always bossing me around and telling me what to do.
0: Asset 003. You are called Asset 003 because you are our asset.
1: Uh, I guess I am.
0: Do you confirm the final orders?
1: Yes, I confirm your final orders. You elves in your superiority complexes... You all need to take the sticks out of your asses.
0: SS 003, when this mission is over, we will need to do a full diagnostic on the future of your participation in our program. Confirm?
1: Confirmed.
0: SS 003, you are clear for final approach. We await your return.
1: Well, at least somebody awaits the return.
0: SS 003, could you repeat... Turn off mm-hmm. communication. Okay, so... The starfighter, after dumping the remainder of its fuel, transponder coat popped off the ship and floated with among the debris in the atmosphere of Abalon, the starfighter makes its way down to the surface. It lands on the outskirts of the Abalonian city of Endeavor. This area is known for transdimensional and transplanar portals. This area of Avalon called Endeavor, they have these portals that are used for transport across uh, different planes and different planets. The um, the elves of Castrovel have tasked you with doing research because, as you may know... So right now you are in the year 317 AG. AG stands for After Gap. I thought it was After God. No, After Gap. <clears throat> so 317 some years ago, there was an awakening... Um, people across the pact world systems found that they had no recollection of what had happened for the last couple hundred years for lesser races such as humans, dwarves, halflings and gnomes who live relatively short lives they moved on and generations have passed and they've gotten to terms with this elves with their long lives have not the elves of castravel this secret cabal that you work for are investigating who did this to them Because something was done to cause this gap in everyone's memory. And not only was it the living memory, records, both digital and physical, relics of archaeological digs were mysteriously defaced in such a way that no one really knows how it happened, why it happened, or what was going on. So, Asset 003, you have been tasked with sneaking aboard this, or sneaking into this facility, stealing some... Stealing the um, pertinent files because the Elves of Castravel believe that these these planar portals not only take you to different planes of existence, but they believe they are harboring time travel portals. And they feel if they can get the correct data on this from you, they could send someone back and find out, perhaps even stop this, to them, catastrophic slight against the elves as a race you make landfall you are uh, your starfighter is very small the uh the uh the robotic drones of the Anasite people are moved in such a way that you can very easily figure out their patterns of surveillance so you're able to sneak within this gap of security land in an inconspicuous way and you make your way to this facility and you see two guards Uh, Anasite wingbots, actually. (laughs) I should have had you roll for this. Um, Do you want me to roll? uh, No, actually, no. Uh, You are given the pertinent data on the staffing and complement of this facility. You know by sight as well that these are Anasite wingbots. Two of them hovering right by the entrance. How would you like to proceed?
1: I'm assuming I'm not going through the front door. Um, Spell's known days um, Energy ray ghost sound. Oh, I can do a ghost sound Okay, do you want to you? Tell me what ghost sound is. I think it's where I can create a sound
0: and Up to 25 feet or something like that. It's an illusion Mm -hmm. 25 plus 5 feet feet per two levels. So yes, you're able to create a volume of sound that rises falls you choose what type of sound and it can sound up to the volume of 20 humanoid beings chattering. So this would be a good use of this. So uh, tell me about the sound you're making and where you're having it put.
1: Okay, so these this is a planet of robo-people, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Mostly, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Are there any humans or humanoid creatures No.
0: Avalon, uh, being so close to the sun, it is largely uninhabitable by most species. Your environmental protection in your suit is... Safeguarding you from this heat It's just It's basically you're on the planet Mercury So largely Fleshy humanoid races Have eschewed the entire planet And the anisites Could they
1: scream? Are they capable of screaming?
0: They are able to create a sonic burst As a uh, form of an alarm And it can do damage, yeah So Give me a culture check Okay. Um, You don't know a whole lot, but you know that as these are robots, these are robotic beings, they don't need to physically talk to each other because they can wirelessly sync up with each other. And I can't really give you much more than that, honestly. Uh, What are you trying to get me to tell you?
1: I was going to have it to be like somebody was getting attacked. Sure, yeah. Um, And make the sound of what
0: they would make if... One of them are getting attacked. Okay. that You can absolutely do that. It isn't just living sounds. You create this magical ghost sound. So yeah, uh, where do you want this sound to come from? So I'm You are be, in kind of a uh, wooded area overlooking this clear path about 30 feet away to the building proper, and this is where they're standing by the door.
1: I kind of want to be by where I can go by the door. Mm-hmm. I want to make the noise so this is all wooded. there's no other bu- is there more buildings next there's to? more
0: buildings yes but you're you're. so there's a city you are near the outmost building of this city area I, I kind of want
1: to put the sound in like an alley way
0: mm-hmm. sure yeah there are have you seen the movie Judge Dread yes okay which one I've seen both either the big mega cities how there's just one gigantic block of a city that's what Avalon is mostly consisted of this is a smaller version of that this is basically just a um a computer station, server area. So it's a miniature form of that. It goes up about five levels. Um, there are, and then right next to each other are other little ones in this whole area. And this is the one that your intel has told you that this is where the data is. You need to get to its data core.
1: Okay, so 25 feet within where they are. Mm-hmm. Is there like a back alley or something? Absolutely, yes. Okay, so I want to go to the closest back alley. Mm-hmm. Make the... the the ghost sound. Okay,
0: are you are physically going through this alley? I am physically. Okay, give me a stealth check as you make your way from the, the um, from the wooded area to there. See if you can. Natural nineteen, plus three. So yes, absolutely. So twenty-two. You are not easily, but with the training you have, you are able to duck behind boulders and stuff. It's not, even though this is a robotic planet, largely. They didn't blast it all away and just make it a barren world. It has some charm to it, you could almost say. So you are able to sneak between maybe an outhouse, maybe a, a, a pylon, maybe a pallet of supplies just waiting there. You are able to make it to this dark alley around the corner from the entrance to this data room, data building.
1: Okay, so I want to cast Go Sound um, as a noise of what one what of the. What a, well, one of them would make if one was to be getting attacked.
0: Okay, um, it's a zero-level spell. You're able to do it. Uh, how loud is it? It's a scale of one to ten.
1: I'd say eight. Okay. And I'm gonna come running out towards the guards, mm-hmm. and just be screaming, "Oh my god! Th- that one stunning attack, of the other one! You guys, you guys better get back there!"
0: Uh, they both stand at attention as they see you round the corner. They, they make a, a series of a. Uh, beeps and chirps as they're processing what you're saying and then they wordlessly go past you to the alley. Either side of you.
1: Okay. So they both went to the mm-hmm, alley. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the opportunity. I'm going to check to see if the door's locked.
0: Okay. Um you are able to go up to the panel and you check it is locked. Lockpick. Okay. You actually have something, I think.
1: Do I? Actually, give me a
0: computer's check if you want to try and hack this terminal.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Computer. Okay, right here. Yes. Yep. 17, 18, 19, 20, 22, 23.
0: Okay, 23. You are able to pop the faceplate off this panel, pull some wires apart, touch them just so as you've been trained to do, and it soundlessly slides open and you're able to get inside. Child's play. And it shuts closed behind you. You hear a thunk it's locked back into place. Though you were able to access it, there are safeguards in place to where any sort of external forcing, if you didn't give the proper code, you hotwired this door, basically. So it's in lockdown, but it's just a, you know, give yeah, with your computers, you know it was just a, a quirk of the system that when hacked this way, either legitimately or otherwise, it just locks it once it's accessed. So you are in there is a, Long hallway, about 50 feet. And give me a perception check. I'm assuming that would be another 6? Uh, is it one of your class? Yes. Yeah, wisdom plus the 3 plus the 1, so... Okay. Cool. Alright, so 16. Okay. Uh, with a 16, <clears throat> you see at the corner that there is a sentry drone going along. This is another hover flying Anasite uh, Wingbot, and it looks just like the same models you just saw but this one is in a sort of patrol mode and it's just you see it going and it's it's a long hallway so you see it then a few moments as you're right inside the store, you see it come back a few moments later so it seems to be either eh, with that role I'll say you know it's the same one um, you are quite familiar with robotics and you did research leading up to this mission where you know they this is Two, guard, two guards at the door, one sentry is kind of a standard thing for a data core facility like this. It's not guarding deep, dark secrets from the outside, so they're not going to fill it up with uh, conspicuous uh, soldiers.
1: Can these things be hacked? That is what you see. I'm and, and, uh, probably assuming they can't be hacked. I can check. Because their main part looks like a bug. Like it's living tissue.
0: Labor's of adapting and improving built-in abilities, advanced treads, elongated arms. Oh, anti move bot. This is what you see, I'm sorry. This is a flying one, this is a small, um, give me a, uh, just for the listeners, give me a computer's check, I guess. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Okay, with an 18 you are able to determine that this anasite wingbot is a small construct. It's a technological being. Uh, you know, it, you know its basic stats. You know, it's weak against sunlight uh, dependency. This world being so close to the sun, almost everything is a form of solar power. They don't necessarily always have large, bulky solar panels like we're used to here on Earth. But they just incorporated those wings that you see on the wingbots. Those are. Um, micro versions of solar panels. I didn't make that up either, just to be clear. Uh, shortwave. Yeah, you don't, with that ability, you know that these are fairly self-sufficient. They're not attached to a hive mind. They do send reports uh, at the end of each shift. You know, these aren't living beings as you know them, but they perform tasks, and at the end of their task, if by the end of the day, they send off a bad report or notice anything. That's when alarms will be raised.
1: Okay, so I want to stealthily get close to it and attack it. Okay, uh, give me a stealth roll, and what are you going to use to attack it? My dueling sword. Okay. Oh, so you're going all the way up. Okay. Yeah, I'm going as close as I can. I don't want to shoot a gun because that might mm-hmm. be too loud and attract attention. Absolutely. I don't want <laughs> Oh shit. Um.
0: it's in order I only have three to stealth um eight the wing bot got a nat 20 on perception as you walked along this hallway and it is so barren these beings don't need lush carpets paintings on the walls lighting benches along the hallways so your footsteps do echo and it's able to detect you and it rounds the corner and and, uh, flitters up to you
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought this was the bar. Uh, I must have made a wrong turn. I'm sorry. Give me a bluff check. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Um, uh, I'm just going to say it beats it. I, I got an 18. You got There's a 2. There's no... Yeah. Uh, it, it, uh, it, it trills a little bit for a moment as it's processing this information. Then you see its underarms drop down in a... Oh, trill! I used the right word. Yeah, common can't speak. Understood you. It is unliving. So okay, it processes this in a, uh, oh, it, in a. Shrill. Okay, so yeah, it's this thing's only attack is a trilling noise. So it drops down and uh, little little hand feelers come out and it starts to make a noise. Give me initiative roll. Ooh.
1: Plus uh, plus. What's what's the initiative thing in this? I should be good. Oh no, not that good. Seven.
0: Um, it's better than this. Uh, you win. Uh, so, you you had your sword drawn up. You see it drop its thing. Do you want to make an attack? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, swing your dueling sword. And I think when we were talking about character creation before, dueling as in like a fencing dueling. Not yeah, duel. Not duel. Yeah. It's
1: just a dueling sword. Yeah. Um, so it's one d
0: S slashing, so you want to roll and oh. see if you hit first. Roll. Oh. Yep. It's okay. It's been, it's been a while.
1: It's been a while.
0: Okay, that definitely hits uh, roll damage. D6. Mm-hmm. Four. Uh, plus your strength mod. Um, six. Okay, six points of damage. Okay. Uh, this thing... Uh, players of tabletop games, you know the term bloody means when something is at half health or less. This is an unliving thing, but you know, Asset003, that this wingbot is now operating at 50% efficiency. It uh, sags a little bit closer to the ground as it takes this hit, and it's going to um, activate its trill ability. Oh, you know, no it's not. It has a bite attack. I should have looked up there but it, I'm going to stick to what I said it is going to use its trillability this is the thing I was saying the sound so I need to make a, as a standard action give me a
1: fortitude save I'm assuming that's a d20 mm-hmm. plus oh, right. nothing <laughs> oh good And I died, the first episode. Okay. What, what is that?
0: What is that, Nat One? It's a Nat One. Okay. So, uh, sure, yeah, let's let's be homeless together no, as we do podcasts under want. a bridge.
1: Oh, yeah, we could be the homeless podcast. Yeah. Yep. So what did you eat today, Don? Well, I, found a, I found a hamburger in the McDonald's dumpster. What did you eat? Uh, like Denny's in Danny's on the side of the street and behind? Thanks, <laughs> <X-grid-pony>. Hobo. <laughs> <X-grid-pony,
0: yes>. Um... <laughs> So okay, um, you, you you critically fail this check. So for Jesus For three rounds you are what's considered sickened. Um, Zach. That far left there's a folder It says Starfinder Character Portfolio. Or Yep, right there. So what does this do to me? That's what I'm gonna tell you. I've never gotten sickened, so uh, you are not not space aids. Space aids
1: stuck my dueling sword where
0: if <laughs> you have credit every time you heard that okay conditions you are sickened you take a minus two penalty you take a minus two penalty to ability checks attack rolls weapon damage rolls saving throws and skill checks so, so it's you just true. you just take a slight for thing, how long three rounds but this is all it can do it goes right up next to you it does this trill thing you are kind of you're, you're kind of woozy a bit as this sound affects your inner ear and you are not feeling well so now it's your turn. Do you want to... I was going to comment on that. I think Go we'll for role play. It. Ah, damn. It's still better than those elves voices. <laughs> it, the Anasite Wingbot does not respond but you feel like if it under, if it could speak it'd be chuckling with you. <laughs> so what would you like to do now? Um,
1: I want to fake, hitting it with the dueling sword, and pulling out the pistol and shooting it with the pistol.
0: Oh, sorry, you're going to hate that when you hit it. Yes, I am. Okay, that is called a feint as a standard action. Give me a bluff check. Well, I've been rolling
1: so great so far. Um, do I have bluff? No, I don't. So that's 13 minus 2, 11.
0: Bluff check, the DC is 10 plus my foe sense motive, so my f- was 12. What did you get? So 13, and then because I'm sick and I, it takes off 2, mm-hmm. so 11. Just un. I barely mean it, basically. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, this, this robot is able to see you uh, ever so slightly hesitate as you do this uh, move, and it's able to predict your movements, and you are unable to uh, trick it. But now your dueling sword is gone, or your, your weapon is still up. You just won't get any bonus for um, trying to trick it. Okay. So it's just a straight shot. So I can still mm-hmm. roll for it. Yeah, a- you can still target. roll. Yeah, you just you were going to get a bonus to your damage if you oh. had pulled off the feint. What's that? And that one. Okay. <laughs> this is so bad. What kind of gun is it? It is an arc pistol. Okay, so it does shock damage. Um, perhaps it is the proximity to the uh, sun's cosmic rays. Perhaps it's something in the very atmosphere of this robotic world. But a bit of static discharge has built up as you pulled out this arc pistol, and it shorts out. Battery's depleted. It's basically a it's basically a club at this point, <laughs> and uh, and you don't get your shot off. So you have a dead arc pistol, your dueling pistol, or your, your dueling sword. Did you, how did you say you did it? Did you just kind of fake swing it so it's still in your other arm? I was going to make it look this way, mm-hmm. and then boom. Gotcha. Okay, so it is still in your hand. Uh, you now have two melee weapons in your hands. So this wing bot is going to go forward and try and bite you with a 7 plus, I'm sure that's okay, 11 to your KAC. Okay, I have a 13. Do okay. I get a
1: subtraction on that
0: too? No, no, mo- no, yeah, because you're sick and no, yes, no um, penalty to your AC. So this thing leans in for a bite, tries to bite your fleshy bits, misses your neck. You're able to just lean out of the way. And in this lean, do you want to swing back with the sword or do you want to cast a spell? Oh, energy ray. Mm-hmm. Energy ray. Uh, when you cast a spell, you choose acid, cold, electricity, or fire. So you still need to roll for an attack? It's do I know a...
1: what these things are weak to, or do, should I roll knowledge?
0: Um, with that nineteen that you got earlier to determine it, all the all that prep work you did for this mission, you know that it doesn't have any strong weaknesses. But being a robotic being, you feel like shock would uh, be your best chance to maybe short circuit something.
1: Okay. Stop me if this is too stupid. No, but I. So what I want to do, since my my gun is pretty much useless right now, mm-hmm. I wanted to kind of like toss it up. Sure. And maybe hopefully it looks at it. Mm. So you want to then, do another feint? Yeah, I want to do another feint. Sure. Hopefully this time I can do it. Okay. And uh, I want to charge up uh, an energy ray electric.
0: Sure. And shoot it with that. Okay.
1: Uh, let me... I think it's against its EAC,
0: right? It is against its EAC because it is an energy ray. So let me just... Um... look at the rules for false. I
1: gotta start rolling better, dude. I really okay, do. Okay,
0: give me a bluff check. Two. Even at a one, it was going to be an eleven. Thirteen. Okay, so... Uh, unfortunately, you, you throw this useless arc pistol up in the air, it looks up momentarily, but it saw that the electric discharge and it saw you faint before, so it, it gives it just the... As a robot, its microprocessor it takes a fraction of a second to realize what you're doing, and you aren't able to get your faint off. But uh, give me a... Still uh, going to blast in the face. Yes, blast it in the face with your electricity. You. uh Well, I imagine you can tweak it how you want to, but generally an energy ray you point out with your finger, and the beam of energy comes forth. Uh, I was going to do like a key blast. Oh, cool, yeah. Can I do a key no, blast? Yeah, yeah, word it that way. Go for it, please. So. Let's see if you hit first. Okay,
1: let's see if we hit, and then I'll... Uh, what do, I, what do I add to that?
0: Ranged attack. Ten. Uh, meets Beats. Really? Yes. Thank God. Yes. Uh, it has an EAC of ten, so you are able to hit it. Tell is me there a you god in this There's lore? There's dozens of gods, yes.
1: Well, thank one of those. Um, so what I do is uh, I kind of, open, like, palm my hand. It's hard to explain it. I make a fist, okay. and then I kind of... It expands, mm-hmm. and then I have this ball of energy in my
0: hand. Crackling along your fingers, probably. Yes, and then I just kind of shoot it right into that thing. Okay. Roll for damage, and uh, give it a plus two to damage.
1: Do I get... A, does that cancel out with negative? It does. So, it, no, nothing. No negatives, so... This is the second round, too, right? Yeah. So, next round's the last one. Um,
0: what do I roll for the... Energy raise a Energy. d3, so roll a d6. One and two is one, three and four is two. You do three points of electricity damage as you arc this electricity into its systems, and...
1: Do I get to make an attack with... That
0: was the attack. Oh, it's not like uh... No, it's not a cantrip. It it's is a zero a level spell, but because you're using it as an attack that takes place at your standard action, if you want to try and move away, you can. It'll Get an okay, so uh, yeah. I was
1: going to see if I can make it attack with my melee. So you did
0: three, too. then you, what did you do before? You did seven, so ten. Okay, this thing is um, the, the photoreceptors on its wings are kind of blacking out. It's it's having trouble staying aloft, but it's still there. It's going to uh, lean in for another bite. Oh, that does definitely not hit as it buzzes you again, and because of the damage it's taken, it's sluggish. Uh, you, uh, <laughs> you see a little bit of smoke pouring out of one of its uh, ventral vents, pectoral vents, and uh, it's your turn again. Alright, so. Do you want to do another feint? No feints this okay. time. I'm just going to straight up whack it okay. with a dueling sword. Alright.
1: This is the last round I have to do the negative two. Yes.
0: That's a zero for yes, our listeners. Oh, no, zero. no, that's a two because. Uh, plus two for your strength. Actually, no. For your base attack bonus, what's your... No, you have no BAB yet. So, so that's a two on the die, plus two, minus two. It's a two to hit. Doesn't do it. This thing is going to, uh, uh it... <laughs> it hasn't been able to bite you yet, so it's going to move back, and as it moves back, you get an attack of opportunity. I'm gonna use this Okay, cool. And, uh... Okay, um... I think I just have shitty luck right now. Yeah, I um... can't roll for anything. Okay, uh, that's a 2, plus 2, minus 2, so that's a (laughs) 2. I got a 48, um, anyway. No, I can't roll even with the small dice. So, you're unable to connect with that attack of opportunity, so as it flies, as it... (laughs) The equivalent of flying hobbles back a few paces. It's going to shoot you with its own energy ray. Uh, 13 plus... 7. So 20 not natural. Definitely hits you. You're going to take... The three rounds You've, is over, right? Yes. So, so I don't... Uh, you take two points of electricity damage. As uh, you did do quite a bit of damage, but it kind of returned the favor by giving you... And remember, we take uh, Stemina, stamina. So I force. have three
1: stamina left. Okay,
0: uh, you are up. It is a few paces away. You have one dead gun laying on the ground that you threw up in the air. You got your sword in your one hand. What do you want to do? I'm gonna drop down to my knees. Okay.
1: And just be like, I'm. I'm sorry. Um, I. I don't want to fight. I'm sorry. I wandered in here on accident. I'm just a poor elderly old man.
0: Bluff check. Better. It beat me Whatever you rolled I only got a 4 And it doesn't have A high sense motive So um How close am I To him I'm 10 player. feet Yeah you It okay. just Yeah it went 5 and then it went Another 5 And that's when you Got the attack So I'm, sh- I'm trying to get it To drop his guard Okay so it moves up Closer to scan your ID Um It's going It's going to hover Down to the ground And come closer to you So it's You're You're on your knees It is right level With you I'm just going to Shank it Okay with that bluff check you beat me so yeah uh, with your sword yes just gonna stab out like a, like out. a rapier go for it
1: better um uh what am I a strength right
0: your melee attack oh there. two okay plus plus strength no your two or is, is it the just strength just a two that's it yes two plus your roll oh twelve yes you definitely hit so uh roll damage
1: Ah, uh, it's a D6. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Uh, 3 plus 2, 5. That is enough for this thing to crash down at your feet. I'm going to say, be-
1: before that, um, as it comes closer, I kind of give like a smirk, like a, a evil grin
0: looking mm-hmm. thing, and then I okay, step through it. Okay. Because of the damage it had taken, it wasn't able to recorrect its speed or alter its movement. It saw your smirk, but it was already committed to the movement, so it was unable to stop. You shear straight through center and it crashes at your feet it's dead and uh you find a uh, battery pack actually do you want to loot it yeah okay uh it doesn't have a whole lot of armor clothes or med patches but you do see one extra spare battery laying uh, within a release form like a like a cordless drill you know these things well enough. You pop it out. You now have a battery that you can replace with your um, arc pistol if you want to pick it back up. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay. Okay. Um, so I can have my pistol functional again. Yes. Uh, you pop out the old one, discard it probably, and you're good. Okay. And you're good. Uh, give me a perception check. Oh, that that was a nice... That was... Did you see that? That little one? was good. It usually goes the other way. Mm-hmm. These are the dice that are working for them right now. 18 plus. Um,
1: perception, you said. Mm-hmm. Plus, I think another six, so 19, 20, 22, three, 24.
0: Yes, 18 was still good. I just wanted you to do the math. 24. Uh, you don't hear any more of that uh, sound. You don't. You don't hear that sound of uh, another wingbot buzzing. You feel confident to move forward. Do you want to sneak along, or are you just going to walk casually? I'm gonna sneak along because okay. I'm assuming I know. The location yes. of the terminal. You, yeah, you know, yeah, you know the entire layout of this building. You just you can't always predict exactly where the sentry is. And with the intel that you were given, with that roll, you feel that you won't face any more opposition. But uh, give me another self-check as you make your way along these empty hallways. There's rooms.
1: I also want to check for traps as I go along as well. Um, so stealthily Sure. Uh, with
0: that 24 total that you got, uh, there are no traps. This one... This data building, the Anasite leaders, clearly had a um, just a, a token security force over this. You don't detect any traps, this is a pretty uh, so mundane having, like, area. not security stuff in Not place. so bad, no. If this was, uh, and this was on the outskirts, if there were ever you know a supposed attack, one of these would be expendable. If you were infiltrating something deep in the center of one of these mega cities, this thing would be crawling with more drones. Laser trip wires, the works. But okay, that's why I, I'm, I'm trying to avoid trip wires, security cameras, yep. stuff like that. Yep. You go along these hallways, and you you spend uh, 20 minutes making your way through. You you know this place like the back of your
1: stealth, right? Still, yes. Still okay.
0: I can work with that. Mm-hmm. Um, eleven. Okay, with an eleven, um, you you can't really mask the sound of your feet fall your footfalls, but you are confident with the perception and you know you make your way along there are doors every now and then down each of these hallways but you don't give them any mind no one comes to you or uh, no one pops out of a door anyway so you make your way along and you are now in the center of this data core this data facility and you reach your door there is a uh, the door panel its a terminal outside, like, you know, there's the door, there's the wall, and then about a foot away from the wall is a... Uh... You don't live in a engaged community, but you know those little touch pads you have to press yeah. enter, it's like that, that little bit away from the door, you're gonna have to hack into this thing. Okay. Do you wanna hack into it or you wanna blow it? Well, I'm
1: classy, I don't do that on the first date, so I'm, I'm sure. going to go ahead and hack it. Okay, just so wanna give you that option.
0: Ugh. Okay, computers. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Um, with the ten, you are able to uh, access subroutine files. You see uh, all the commands given in this terminal. You're unable to... You're able to bypass what little firewalls that were on a place like this. Give me another computer's check as you make your way through to uh, hack it without raising a final alarm. Okay, nat 20. 20. You are able to cut right into it. The uh, the, pan- the red panel now glows green with a smiley face as the door slides open and your objective. Inside this room, it's about 30 by 30 feet, there are hard towers and towers of hard drives. You know the processing power of even your small personal computer is pretty mighty compared to our real life smartphones. So the fact that they have these Massive. It's like Bell's Library, but for computers. Bell from Beauty and the Beast? Yeah. Okay, okay, I didn't know if I was going I, too deep One of that. my favorite Disney movies. Because of the Beast? No, because it's a love story as old as time. Beauty and the Beast, I love it. That's good, that's a good reference. I'd uh, <laughs> <laughs> give you more XP. Uh, and as you make your way in, give me a perception check. What is the perception? Yes. So, six... Okay, uh, you hear the thrum of all the data servers, you hear the whoosh of the uh, environmental controls because as a server room, it can get warm in here and being so close to the sun, this planet's already hot. So you feel if you wanted to retire from whatever the hell it is you are, you could probably make a real solid credit if you were to become an air, control, uh, air conditioner repairman. So, no, you don't really see anything, you just hear the sounds of robotic whirrings and the goings-on here. And as you make your way along this room and you're looking down each of the things as if you were in a library, you crackle in your ear. Asset 003, report. Yes, I'm here. We just received confirmation that you have reached your destination. Confirm.
1: That's right, I'm looking right at the terminal right now.
0: Asset 003, confirm.
1: CONFIRMED!
0: SS003, using the data jack we had provided for you before you left, please extract all pertinent data, and you'll uh, get an alert on your comp- personal computer of the file ranges. This is basically for the Dewey Decimal System, and they need you to take an entire chunk out. And the uh, operator on the other side of their call says, SS003, confirm that you have the data jack still intact.
1: While he's talking to me, I'm not really paying attention. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to think about getting out of this. Okay. Um, I'm tired of being pushed around by the elves.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm tired of being their little errand boy, their puppet, getting mistreated. Um, and thinking that. The impersonal way they treat you, probably. Like I'm a laptop, like I'm a dog, basically, mm-hmm. beneath them. So I'm just. I want to go out on my own and I'm contemplating rebelling and I remember before I was going on this mission uh, I was walking by because um, you get briefed so I was walking up to the door to walk in and I overheard a conversation um, between two of the big ups. Um, they were talking about how my character was starting to act out and um, acting against their wishes, and the, the personality that I, that I had was troublesome and could be problematic, but there was a reassurance that there was a failsafe that they put in my right shoulder that if I got out of line or I cr- double-crossed them or anything like that or tried to escape...
0: If you continue to show disobedience. They can
1: put the switch and pretty much uh, incapacitate me. Mm-hmm. So, knowing this... I just look at my right shoulder, and I work up the nerve to rip it, rip it out.
0: Asset 003, what are you doing? Asset 003, discontinue your current action. Report.
1: So right now it's like in my hand I'm guessing. How are you I'm cutting bleeding. this out? Are you literally gouging oh, it okay. with your nails? I'll take my dueling sword sure. and like poke it in, okay. like
0: st- stab myself pretty much. Give me a dexterity check to see how well you do it. Oh gosh. Okay, that's good. Pretty damn good. Yeah. So I pretty much fill it around for the location, I hit something. Mm-hmm. I You know your blade well. You feel something not organic that 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 like you dig in your pocket, you know if you're grabbing a your key, you're grabbing a your coin.
1: So yeah, so I'm gonna take this sword out, mm-hmm. kinda of reach into my wound, okay. there's blood pouring out. Mm-hmm. And I pull out this incapacitator, and I use Jolting Surge on it
0: to fry it. Okay. Um, It doesn't have an AC as such, as it's not uh, a thing at all. But yeah, you were able to do it. Um, Roll damage. It's going to be a good amount of damage because it's an electrical device. Oh, I'm rolling damage. not to hit. Yeah. You know, it's in your hand. If you miss this, no, I'm not going to have you roll. I don't want you... Is it a d6, I'm guessing? Yes. Um, I would add... 4d6. 4d6? Yes. Either way, if your attack hits, the electrical surges... Oh, wait, no. You touch a target... You... Either way, if your attack hits... Yeah, 4d6 of electricity damage in your palm as you fry this. Three. Nine. Nine. Twelve. Twelve points of damage. It crumbles to ash. it's it's basically ash it's it crumbled yeah it's gone it is and with that the line goes dark you don't hear anything for a moment s003 reclamation units are on their way to you please do not throw away all the work that we have put into you on just a whim think confirm
1: listen here knife ear i'm tired of being your puppet and your lackey you treat me like your dog. I'm not putting up with it any longer. I'm going to be free.
0: Asset 003, before the reclamation units descend upon your location, out of professional courtesy, I feel the need to tell you this freedom is a lie, and the line disconnects.
1: Oh. Oh well. I guess it would be a shame if somebody came over to these terminals and destroy them well and then I just start smashing Mm -hmm. shit full on Kylo Ren yeah (laughs) just having a temper tantrum sure Uh, I'm trying to do this as quickly as possible destroying as much as I can
0: Mm -hmm. because I do know that they're gonna come
1: after me now Uh,
0: you are I'm gonna say you have a few minutes and I'm gonna see as you're slashing away with it within three slashes the alarm goes there was lighting throughout this facility of course all the lights go red, doors start shuttering, you hear uh, from the outside of the room, you hear other doors going to lockdown mode and the alarm goes off. So there's an alarm going as you're doing it. And I just rolled a D100. You are able to destroy 81% of the data servers in there before the opposition appears. So as you're slashing away from somewhere within, you hear the uh, the, the metallic clang of robotic legs marching their way to you. And you turn and there are one Anasite Laborer and three Wingbots, or for initiative. Um, 21. 18, Wingbot. Laborer got 18, Wingbot. One got nine, uh, six, so that's a eight. Ooh. 21 and a 7. So what did you get? I got a 21. Did you? Okay. Uh, what's your bonus? It's a 2. Okay. Roll again. Just to see if you go before this person or not. Uh, oh, yeah. You definitely. 21. Okay.
1: <laughs> no, 20. My bad.
0: Okay. No, no, no. 22. Labor. And then one. And then three. Okay. So top of the round, you are up. You have your... Uh, Actually, you tell me. Do you have your dueling sword out as you were slashing? Yes. Okay. And I don't know if there's negatives in this game. There are. Um, a lot.
1: I am right-handed. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I just did some damage to myself. Sure. Um, so maybe I'm using my left hand. I'll give you a minus
0: one. Just okay. because
1: you didn't cut deep. Uh, you roll... Do you want me to still use my right arm, or should I use my left?
0: Uh, no, I'm going to say it wasn't that far deep. Your dexterity, to see if you did it, was high so enough. So I did gr- it. Yeah, good Yeah, you did job. a good enough. It's a minus one, just because you did open up your arm area. So uh, I'll give you a minus one to hit, but for the most part, you're good. Um, how many times can you use a first level spell?
1: Three? Okay, well, I'm going to be using some jolting surges okay
0: um do yeah. to roll <laughs> I have which one are you hitting first I'm gonna
1: attack all of them can okay. I hit them all with a different mm. can I pick different targets for each hit you touch a target
0: you have to touch so no it, it's individual touch two <laughs> no it's uh one casting time is one standard action so only one per okay, round okay I'm gonna like okay um you can use it. They is there want like to...
1: a? Is there one that looks more strong yes, than the others?
0: That one, the laborer.
1: Okay, I'm going to walk. I'm going to go up to the laborer. Mm-hmm. You look a little overworked. Maybe a little massage, might Relax, you. And I go to touch it, and I cast the jolting surge.
0: Okay. Give me an, a melee attack against EAC. Twelve. Okay. I'm gonna say yes you are oh and it's because it's a robot you get another plus two so with a 14 yes you are able to hit this energy EA the energy armor class of this laborer Uh, yeah oh says yeah right here if it's an electrical device it's a plus two bonus to your attack so you hit the electricity surges out of control so all of its limbs and head and uh, lights the dial-up lights on the photoreceptors of the eyes and everything all flash up like a Christmas tree from Christmas Vacation and do 4d6 of electricity damage. It's a 5. 6. 7. 14. That's 13, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Exposed. 13 points of damage. It is looking very rough. It is down to uh, about... Half, so uh, again, the technical term would be bloodied, but it's an unliving thing. But uh, so that was your turn. You moved up to it, you did this thing. So now it is the wing bot number two. It's the furthest one away, so it's going to cast an energy ray. 17. Um... Oh, a seven. Oh, not energy, laser ray. Uh, 24 definitely hits you. Uh, even with the minus, it's going to take because it has to shoot over the laborer's spasming body. It's only going to do a D4. Oh, that's some dragonfly with freaking laser lasers. <laughs> One point of uh, laser damage, uh, energy damage, as this laser hits you. Not in the hole. Not in the hole in your arm. Cool. Uh, next up is the laborer. I'm gonna say with the amount of damage you have done, it's stunned for it's current it's stunned this turn. Uh next up is Wingbot number one. It's uh directly next to Wingbot Two, so it's not gonna move. It's it's um on their way to your location, they stumbled upon the remains of the wingbot that you demolished just inside once you uh enter the building. That was somebody's friend, wasn't it? Could have been. Damn it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, kids. tonight was poker night and trying to put his kids through college yep. <laughs> and it is going to attack at you with a laser ray as well and keeping its distance oh no the two on the die it definitely doesn't the laser ray zooms past you and uh, blasts into the window and a big crack just goes right down the middle of it outlooking the wooded area that you had come from. Uh, that was its turn. It's keeping its distance, so it's going to move around uh, laterally to r- keep out of the way of that sword. As Wingbot number three is going to come up and bite you. Nine plus... Five, four. Thirteen to your KAC. That's my KAC. Okay, it meets beats, so it does 1d6 plus two. Six points of damage and well, then we're going to my health now. Okay. Your stamina is now depleted so now any further damage will go into your health points and it's now your turn. Um, I'm going to cast
1: um, Ghost Sound again. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of something that would be a distracting sound to get their attention. The um, Cucaracha car horn? The I want the, w- that screen from Star Wars.
0: The Wilhelm screen. Yeah. The Wilhelm screen. Sure. Like over the corner. Mm-hmm. Try to get them to look. Sure. It's okay, so I need to give uh, Will saving throws on each of their turns. Uh, are you going to move it all? Yeah, I'm going. Where are
1: you going? For the exit. The exit or the window? The window. Okay. Be, I'm assuming there's a window behind them? Yes, that's the one at the laser. I'm get, trying to pretty much get those two distracted the one is stunned mm-hmm. in the, right in front of me mm-hmm. i want to kind of catapult jump off of it sure give me an acrobatics check These dice are plus
0: mine
1: now. um Dextivity. three three no it's actually acro- acrobatics right
0: acrobatics yeah so i'd add 16 18 okay 18 yeah you are able to uh like like Neo from the Matrix in that kung fu battle you you climb up the you use its limbs as footholds and you backflip spin around and you start running towards it can i do like a super cool landing like a superhero landing sure yeah you do a you do a pretty you don't do a superhero landing because it's still that but you i'm going to continue to use
1: like a cool i land coolly and i yeah, make yeah.
0: A, I do a little smirk yeah you land very uh I mean, I'm just I have Matrix stuck in my head now, but that where he first makes that flip and he lands, and you just you nimbly land on uh, legs splayed out, hand in front of you. You are basically Spider-Man right Life, now. Like um, Buzz Lightyear, I'm falling with style. Yes, you you fell with style. Uh, so that's your turn. You're still about thirty feet away from the window. I want to book it towards the window. Do you, I have? No you've movement? already moved. The way you jumped, you ah. yeah. So yeah, you were able to do this, and you're about 30 feet away, and you're now facing the window. As it is now Wingbot number two's turn. Let me see if it. Uh, no, it it believes the sound of the Wilhelm scream and is going to investigate you your uh, backup. Um, so double move action. It's going to follow it. Doesn't see anything at all. So but it's going to keep looking. So it's going to. It's um, there. Yeah, it's basically uh, you're playing Pac-Man in it. <laughs> It's it's gone for now. So next up is the laborer, uh, coming out of its stun, it, it, uh, it rights itself, it shakes its limbs, it's locked and loaded. It sees you facing away. You probably had your head turned, just grinning at it like a asshole. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, and it also hears that scream, and it sounds. Uh, I have pertinent. it. I, I have it on replay. <laughs> well, this is all the same six second turn. So oh, okay. at this moment, it it comes to its own senses and it hears this. It sees its compatriot. It sees you a little ways away. Clangs, clangs, clangs. turns around and walks out. <laughs> uh, uh, Wingbot number one. Okay, that one isn't fooled. That one wasn't fooled with an 18. It definitely uh, perceives it, so I need to hit you with a laser ray. You don't have to. Uh, 11 plus 7, 18 to your EAC that definitely hits for three points of damage. Okay, wing bot number three with a four on the die. It definitely doesn't perceive this, uh, it definitely is fooled by the sound and it goes and investigates, but it goes out, it looks left, there's uh, two of its compatriots. It's going to go the other way to try and head it off in a pincer attack. And top of the round, it's you. You have one wing bot, 4 HP. There's a window ahead of you. I'm going to run for that window. Okay. I'm not getting paid by the hour. Awesome. Uh, do you want to do anything on your way to the window, or are you are just going to jump right through it? I'm going to jump right through it and cast... flight. Okay. Featherfall. Yes. Um, in Starfinder, flight is a spell you get at first level, but it does function as Featherfall, so... As you jump headlong through this crack in the window, luckily that laser ray that didn't hit you before had weakened it, so you're not gonna take any damage as you run headlong through this heavy nice, plate of glass. Nice tie thing. <laughs> and you uh, start to plummet to the ground, but as your spell activates, you just kinda casually, calmly float down, you land on, so, yeah, in the same turn you do land on your feet and uh, sirens are going off all around. You can hear um, in the skies above you, you hear robotic starfighters buzzing around. It's not safe, all the alarms are raised. There are um, anisite wing bots floating around where you see where you had landed your starfighter before and they're just tearing it apart. You can see through the the brush a little bit and you just see part of your ship, the, the canopy of the viewport, just gone. Um, and that's the end of your turn. Before I go to the next people who are very far away, give me a stealth check. Okay, I was going to say when I landed, I was going to like smirk and like dust myself off. Mm -hmm. This, uh, and you know what? That's good. That's, that's That's like a 20. Okay. Yeah. That's a decent, uh, stealth roll. 21. And at this point, as you've landed, describe yourself. What do you look like?
1: Um, I look like a middle-aged, um, I would say about 55, mm-hmm. um, shoulder length, gray, long hair. Um, I look good for my age. Mm-hmm. Um, human. I, I don't look intimidating by any means. Like I don't have like a very athletic looking body mm-hmm. or anything like that. I look like an older, just older gentleman. Okay. Okay. I don't know much more I can describe them.
0: No, uh, and you're, uh, what armor are you wearing? You are wearing uh, station wear. So basically you're just wearing casual clothes that they don't offer much in the way of armor class protection, but they also, what they do uh, belie your dangerous potential because you're just dressed, you look like a standard person. So it doesn't, you're not real powerful. But it also helps you blend in. So yeah, you can I
1: say I'm just wearing like a trench coat with uh, like a tie, like sure. a cheap tie, yeah. dress shirts
0: and yeah, some slacks. You gotcha. Yep. Um, what kind of boots. You wearing boots or just shoes? Just
1: some dress shoes.
0: Some dress shoes. Okay. So you you look pretty smart. You know, you look
1: fit into a crowd. Oh, sure. he's just a he's just an elderly man. Maybe not
0: on a planet full of uh, robots. robots. No, this is but not our... the, this is not the best place. <laughs> But uh, if this had been another uh, mission on another world with any living beings, you might have just blended in with the crowd, but this crowd is now alert. So okay, yeah, you land and uh, it goes to their turn and they are, how long does it last? Let me just see how long does sound (laughs) last. One round per level, so it lasted a round, so uh, the Wilhelm scream has finally dissipated uh, at the relief of me and so now they are uh, going back they're going to have to double move to get into the room anyway and they see you're gone they see the uh, little trail of blood going to the window and that so it won't be until next turn that they're able to so now it's your turn they aren't hot on your heels but you know you're not safe yet where do you want to go? so I know I can't go back to my ship that I mm-hmm. came here on give me a perception check oh
1: so I know I can't go back uh, yeah. on, on that ship I came in. What was your
0: total? Um, 17 plus? plus? 6. Okay, 23. Okay, so you are able to clearly see your ship is beyond salvage at this point, and you kind of expect that when you go on these missions. That's why before you even make landfall, you dump your transponder so they can't track you, and you dump your fuel because then they can't determine how far away you went with the fuel you used.
1: Oh, so there was, they had no way to track me? Because I was assuming that they would have a way to track me. They did. If I use well, that was more of a shutoff thing.
0: Yeah, a tracker slash
1: shutoff. Yeah. But I was saying I would I would think that they would have like some kind of low jack on their ship.
0: Nope, they didn't specifically because if it ever came into enemy hands, the thoroughness of a robot will find any sort of thing. So you were okay. the only beacon. They never suspected you would carve this thing out. They didn't know that you even heard that, so yeah, they had no other it. reason to have further failsafe, because this was the failsafe.
1: Oh, I thought that was just like the thing that they would do on all their ships.
0: That's... Nope. nope. Okay. Yeah, this was just a standard starfighter, you know, because this is a covert, elvish task force that they're on, they don't know who they can trust. So they don't just make their own ships and use their own ships because they can't have it connected. Basically, oh, they want to be the, yes, back. they basically okay. treat like Grand Theft Auto, you know, They'll, they'll find a ship, however they find it, scrub it clean. So that's why you dumped all that stuff. So really, there wasn't a whole lot of way you were going to get off this planet anyway. Because you already dumped yeah. your fuel. But with that great perception check, you see a sign. You see the jungle. The I described the trees and the rocks before. It's There is life. It's not lush green life. These are dark trees. They They aren't real pretty at all these things are able to eke out a life on a planet largely inhospitable to most things. So you have the forest ahead of you, but with that great perception you see that there is a private spaceport nearby. So you you could very conceivably hide and spend the rest of your life living in this jungle away from them.
1: I guess I can't go back on my ship. But I can get new wings at this spaceport. I better hurry up and get there as fast as possible
0: okay so are you uh discarding any stealth you're just running
1: i can't i don't think part of the game i can say i'm sprinting stealthily so i think it's one or the other
0: right yeah i am just hauling ass okay yep you are able to haul ass Uh, as i said This this area of endeavor since it's the outskirts it's the least like it's it's all proprietary trespassing that you're doing but out here, they don't have such a task force at hand to have just everyone scramble. So you are able to run to the spaceport um, as you make your way. It's, it's a small thing. It's a two-level carport, really. Uh, as you go up the stairs, you as you uh, make your way to the spaceport, you barrel through a couple uh, SROs, and those are uh, just in the scale in, you know that scale you see a monkey you see a caveman you see these things and then you see a human this thing is you have say at the very far left you have a personal computer laptop this is one step away from an android as far as sentient humanoid shape it's just um, L33T from uh, Star Wars Solo Lando's Okay, think C-3PO, but Bulk. Okay, 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 yeah. yeah they're just yeah. a robot being. They're not quite an android because they aren't living. They're just a robotic laborer. They're very advanced, though. Very advanced, okay. yeah. And I'll show a picture, and I'll have posted um, in the social media, follow us at Expert Heroes, of... I haven't done that yet. I have, um, have a picture of these SROs. I don't know what they stand for at this moment, but these SROs, these robotic beings, they are unarmed. They're just mindless laborers just going about their day, you blow past them, and as you go to the second floor of this spaceport, you see a fairly sleek Interceptor starship. And as you run up to it, give me a computer check as you start hacking into this thing. This thing's rolling great for me now. Um, 19? Um, with that computer check 19, you're able to bypass it. This thing, shows the registration number. shows that it's a key to a certain diplomat of another um, computer technology firm from another planet and you see the registration name and it is listed as magnificent boy superiority fighter so clearly whoever this was they weren't a um humble person maybe you smircher yourself as you hack into this thing canopy pops open You board blast off And uh, it takes you a little bit to get into orbit. As you uh, bring up the computer system to engage your drift engine, you're uncomfortable in your seat, and you pull up, and they have a bunch of... He was clearly checking his correspondence. And in this correspondence, there were private letters to this person uh, in a language you uh, you don't understand. But there is a leaflet, and it's highly laminated, very good stock. You can tell that someone put a lot of money into it, and it's a promotion poster. For the Starfinder Society and at the top of the poster we want you for the Starfinder Society even though you are generally kept low to the ground mission after mission for the elves of Castorville you know that the Starfinder Society is known across the packed world system as a group of adventurers and not exactly peacekeepers But all the great stories of heroes of old, even before the Gap and after, have been about how the Starfighter Society accepts any and all recruits to join their ranks and they go on exploratory missions, diplomatic functions. And one of the best things about the Starfighter Society is once you join, you basically have your record scrubbed clean because at this point, you'll find out why the Starfighter Society is so desperate for people. But right now, they're just trying to refill their ranks after uh, a setback in the Scoured Stars incident. Okay, so you you see this flyer for Starfighter Society. Um, You see on the um, nav control of this Starfighter that it has a return function. So you could just hit return and go wherever this being's home planet is and it's already plugged in it'll take you 2 days to arrive but you know if you engage the drift engine to go to Absalom station where the starfinders recruit people it could take you uh, up to 6 days so you have a crossroads ahead of you you have the uh, the, the promise of adventure and a new start with the starfinder society or you could just go into hiding by hitting the recall button right there two buttons very easy they're right next to each other virtually on this starfinder
1: I could go out on the run, no plan on just wing it, see what happens, or I can join the starfighter thing, probably the better option, be protected since I'm now on the run, they're gonna want me back. So maybe if I go along with the starfighter thing, I can blend in and I can kind of figure out what kind of person I want to be, what kind of life I want to live. I think that's a safer route. Okay, Starfinders,
0: let's see what you got. Okay, and as you hit the button for Absalom, it's literally a button on most Starfighters. Um, the one thing you do know about Absalom Station as you press this button is the Absalom Station's one of the many wonderful things about it is it possesses an item called the Star Stone, where any ship within the packed worlds uh, so can easily get it. Stones? Kind of so i have one now you have one uh no i'll explain what the (laughs) star stone is and the the splendor of uh absalom station in the future episode but for now as you push that button you spend the next six days traveling in the drift plane headed to adventure as the magnificent boy superiority fighter makes the leap from the material plane into the drift Avalonian starships start to converge on your location because as soon as you lift it off They were able to track you, but once you enter the Drift, you literally go to a different realm of existence, so they don't know where you went, and somewhere on the surface of Avalon, in the megacity of Endeavor, is an alien man very angrily getting a phone call from his insurance company that they've detected that his vehicle's been stolen and launched into the Drift. And that's where we'll leave it for this episode.